With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is Sunday, September 16th, 2018. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf. And you're good to go, brother. Okay, Jim. Uh, yeah, I had uh, Wade had sent me uh, that first link, uh, uh, Dr. Ram, which is Richard Allen uh, Miller. Some of them call him, call him Rick. Some of them call him Ricky. Occasionally I'll hear him tell, um, I heard him tell Terry Cassidy, uh, she could call him Allen. And I've heard of him calling him Randall. But, um, man, let me tell you something. That guy is literally a certified genius and has been for years. Um, he talks about that and Wade had told me because um, he developed 13 points of uh, really mind control of how to turn a seal into a super warrior. And uh, when you realize what he done, he, he used uh, hypnosis auto-suggestions, but he understood how to program the mind, or uh, a Christian might say uh, to pray and get the mind or the divine mind to act. And... Um, I remember uh, in 67, 68, um, so we had our own jump school in Okinawa, and um, we trained SEALs there, and then, um, uh, and let me tell you, this is the fine troops, and uh, that's probably the class that uh, um, Dr. Ram was either on or training. So, see, we had special um, operations group there with up to about 11,000 people in Oki. And um, it was kind of like a, a TDY, you return back to base, you know, and uh, you stay there for recuperation, whatever, new uh, pre-deployment training at Camp Harding. And then uh, we had our own. Um, I never went to Halo school, but yet I... I uh, got certified jumping halo, got my Class A card there at Kadena uh, uh, Air Force Base. Uh, halo means high altitude exit, low altitude opening. And uh, then we had our own dispensary. We ran the dispensary for the Army at uh, Sukaran. And then uh, if we went out of country on tall boys, you know, to high altitude jump in, we'd go out of Naha. Um, if we were going to jump uh, for the jump school, we would jump them out over Yamaton drop zone 
um, outside of Coza City, really across from Kadena. And um, if we were going to jump uh, freefall, um, Halo, <clears throat> we'd jump on Ayashima for our practice jumps. And then uh, we done water jumps up at the north end of the island, up around Camp Hardy. Uh, we'd jump um, at the point up there in northern Oki, which would be in the South China Seaside, because uh, <clears throat> it's much clearer water. And um, at, the, at a point they called Lover's Leap. But uh, nevertheless, um, it was amazing how close uh, C&C South and North, along with SOG, uh, Special Operations Group, and SOD, Special Operations Division, were so damn close together. And um, I don't recall meeting uh, Wade. Um, he was a few years older than I was in reality. And uh, at that time, he was he was higher ranking, so uh, I wasn't necessarily running in the, the same group of individuals. But, uh, man, I tell you, I loved that place. Oki was a dang fine duty station. And then that was the jump off for... United States Army Pacific and Special Action Force Asia. And, um, but nevertheless, uh, the types of training, <coughs> we train live fire and things like that <coughs> to get a team up and fully operational because when you get, when you jump in or you get dropped in and you're in certain areas, I mean, it is. You don't have a, what they call a, a learning and warm-up time. You better be hot off the plate, as the man said, and ready to rumble. And uh, I had been uh, scheduled to go down on a team when they switched C&C South to C&C North. And in reality, that was just about the time that Bobrax, uh, was no, they were removing uh, SOG from uh, MACBeak control under 5th group with Bograts. And uh, they switched it over to the political side, and um, that's when that switch over with C&C South, C&C North came in. And um, it was a mass cluster jump, as the boys might say in a nice way. But uh, I'm glad they pulled me because uh, three days later, I stood on a card on that team. And um, uh, every damn one of them got killed. They were waiting on them when they got there. And um, But anyway, Wade is real sharp. He's got his ear to the ground with guys in group, different things like that. And uh, when he sent me this, uh, Dr. Uh, Richard Allen Miller, um, I started listening to him. I thought, wow, man, it's like this guy's been in the same schools I've been in. <clears throat> and uh, I was even up at uh, Fort Lewis, and I had taken a medical license uh, exam at Seattle there. Um, but uh, that was, what, 60 and 70 somewhere around 70, 71. Um, so like it was 19, it may have been uh, 71 
But anyway, um, uh, very interesting place and very interesting situation. And uh, then when I finally got back to San Antonio, um, I had been up at uh, Fitzsimmons Army Med Center uh, working uh, the Institute of, uh, of uh, Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. And um, when uh, I had to go back for more drafting, um, I went to Fort Sam. And then when I got out of there, finally, um, that's when I got to go back through the Silva. And, um, boy, that really upgraded my skills. And a lot of the stuff that uh, uh, Dr. Miller is talking about is stuff that uh, we developed and uh, I had uh, learned and so forth through the Silva program, plus all of the other um, extracurricular uh, hypnotherapy uh, uh, training at that time, and that was also the time that I was very involved in uh, a spiritual, scriptural experience. And uh, man, between the two, Silva and that, that really just poured the coal to it. And um, finally, uh, I had uh, went through Shingi Kwan and Bakwa uh, um, Chang. Um, and I was taking uh, combat forms of Tai Chi Chin with uh, a couple of really fine teachers there, uh, Aracio Lopez and uh, uh, Sal De La Rosa. Um, Sal went on and specialized more in Chin style with the explosive Fajing. And in a sense, that's kind of where uh, Dr. Miller got the takeoff from because when you would concentrate and uh, you would relax in movement, uh, you would go to a, almost a mind blank state where you would move and then uh, you wanted to throw a punch or whatever you needed to do. Uh, you would take that breath and focus your intent and just for a split second, you would uh, concentrate that power and unleash it. And in so doing, you uh, were technically just like uh, what you might call a Superman because average people didn't know how to do that and hit like that. And, uh, man, you could devastate. Uh, I got to where um, um, I had watched uh, a Shaolin monk, and uh, he would do handstands on his index finger. And um, I learned how to... My special breath and concentrated explosive energy, here again, like Dr. Miller thought, um, I was able to, uh, initially it was just penetrating, you know, uh, sandbags, you know, uh, up to the first knuckle or maybe a little past. And then I developed it to where um, I could take a 600-pound uh, crush weight box that was loaded with heavy books and sink my finger um, uh, to the first knuckle, you know, over an inch, inch and a quarter into a box. And so I had to learn how to keep my fingernails in all trim so I didn't tear them off. 
and ultimately I developed it to where I could be within an inch and a half to two inches of you and using that type of knowledge and ability, I could literally just punch holes in your body, either hand, didn't make a difference. And uh, use a snake punch, you know, your, your index finger. And um, matter of fact, my index finger on my right hand is still flat on the tip um, from, you know, where I'd done too much hitting with it. But uh, nevertheless, uh, as you begin to develop these abilities, um, see, you're not wanting to maintain a state of uh, ready to strike. You want to be in a relaxed mode. When you're in that relaxed mode, um, and let's say that you're receptive, you can sense when a person's going to throw a punch, and uh, he can start first, and you can start second, but you can get there first. And um, when you do healing, <clears throat> you're breathing, you're concentrating, and boom, you're unloading that energy into that individual, and they can be 10,000 miles away. And um, since there's no time, space, or distance, um, he talks about... Uh, uh, fold in or bend in uh, uh, space or time and uh, see that's what to me I explain it as stretching or dilating time and space and so you dilate it or stretch it in your mind's imagination and um, I created a picture image like Silva talk and uh, he uses the term where he calls it a model and um, all it is is creating a state, uh, a mental state, where you're seeing the image. You're participating in the image, the finished thing, if you will. And then that instant focused explosion, um, you can heal with it. You could kill with it. Um, you uh, can... Uh, you can do a lot of things. And uh, then when I was in the RV project, uh, I had been through the conscious dreaming project. And um, see, that's where you develop your lucidity and things of that nature. You could call it an OBE experience like Monroe did. Um, and uh, yet you might uh, use a, a Buddhist Tibetan uh, type thought and call it an astral projection. And um, and uh, as you do that, uh, you're developing your ability to manipulate dimensions of thought that uh, where you may not be able to physically do something. Um, see, I mean, uh, it, you have to really stop and think about the Van Allen belt. Uh, and then you better stop and think about radiation. And uh, when you travel, you're not necessarily traveling as a conventional spacecraft or something. But it's like a, uh, kind of like with Montauk Project in a way, um, you create a dimensional window, a... Um, um, a, um, a type of uh, 
If you uh, run out of yours, this here was when I was using the mine over here. Oh, that yours is in here? Oh, no, 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 I don't want that. I wasn't going to mix any of mine and yours up. But yeah, that's okay. But anyway, um, as I began to listen to what he was saying, uh, man, I mean, the guy, he'll go to laughing. You think he's a damn nut, but he's... He's not. What he's doing is that he already knows something so far in advance because he's reading their mind, and um, he uh, he's having a little private joke, uh, you know, because uh, uh, <laughs> he uh, it's just a little private joke, you know, because he already knows what's going on. But some of that stuff he can't really say, even to this day. I mean, uh, he could say it, but. Uh, uh, like he said, he said, uh, hey, you can't, he told Terry, Terry Cassidy, he said, uh, you're not recording this right here, are you? And she said, well, yes. He said, you can't put this part right here out. He said, um, you and people be, uh, uh, they'll be looking you up. And, uh, you know, I mean, no goofy ass Carrie, she just, one of them people thinks she's got the world by the tail, I guess, and didn't have sense enough to realize just how dangerous some of the stuff that was being talked about really was in the classified sector. And uh, they they don't know. They just, I mean, God dang, some of them people, honest to God, uh, uh, their brain, uh, it reminds you of a BB in a down box car. And all the only <laughs> thing you could hope to hear is rattle. Because uh, evidently they don't have much of one. They don't use it correctly, but... Um, ways that you think. <laughs> See, uh, everything that you're reading about the mind and focusing or controlling the mind um, in the scripture, you're dealing with this type of technique. You're dealing with the power of the gods or the androgyny to be able to at will link the conscious yod uh, with the uh, uh, subconscious bab and you're using the mental gates of heh and heh uh, to activate it. He even uses the correct name um, referring to the nature, and uh, but he just says it as uh, yod heh vah heh. And yet that is if you added... Uh, a valvular construction to it, you'd come up something on the order of Yava. But uh, nevertheless, um, as you meditate, uh, matter of fact, Bill Donahue um, teaches something and some of this and was getting his people to meditate because uh, when you close your eyes, you automatically eliminate 60 to 65% of the outside distractions well something else that you do you amplify your ability to exercise in this higher dimensional state of thought reality um, up to say 400 percent or 400 times the normal um, mechanism and so uh, when you take and do certain types of thinking, um, you'll go back and uh, 
you'll drop to a level and uh, trigger an alpha wave. And uh, remember I told you when a child is born, they're in delta to theta, uh, up to they're about three, three and a half, they'll learn uh, at least uh, 70% of everything they'll know because it's all a pure download. Well, you can return to that state of mind and uh, trigger the download or the impression or the desire that you want to manifest and uh, pull it from that creative realm that's there. Um, and if you're in alpha, uh, which will carry on up to around seven, seven and a half max normally, uh, they'll learn the rest of the uh, 90% that they'll learn um, before uh, they ever go to a, uh, you know, a, or get involved with a grade school other than, say, maybe first or second. They don't teach them a damn thing how to think in school. And um, as far as I'm concerned, I don't care what the state says. I think that the worst thing and the worst place that you can go is to send your mind, uh, your child, to public school. And um, unless you, uh, if you go to higher education, and that's a kind of a misnomer, it's kind of more of the same lower class, class crap, um, you um, just had to pay more for it. Um, there are certain classes that you can take. Um, I never did give a damn about a degree. I didn't need that piece of paper. All I wanted was the information that gave me the knowledge to trigger certain things that um, I knew how to do. And hell, the people that were teaching these little areas that they had, they didn't even know how to think. Um, I remember when I wrote to uh, Nightingale Connick Corporation, must have been around 85, 86, because I was developing a sales force. And um, I wrote to them and uh, called them, and I said, why in the hell do you even have these other people in here teaching people how to think? I said, if they can't think and teach, in a methodology that's very similar to Jose Silva, I said they are not effective teachers. They cannot fully transfer this knowledge. Lo and behold, they changed that mechanism over. And brother, let me tell you something. I mean, they really started coming on because uh, there's certain techniques. Um, uh, Dr. Robert Stone, I uh, went with Jose, and uh, I think it was 84 through 86, they went to Maui in, uh, in, Hawaii, in the Hawaiian Islands, and uh, they went to a special symposium, and uh, it was on mind control healing. And um, when they got there, uh, the governmental brains that were there and wanted to control everything, they wouldn't let them use the term mind control. They developed a new term, and it became known as cyber physiology because the cyber was symbolic, you know, like cybernetics, and, uh, but it was where the mind could control the physical anatomy and physiology of the human body. Um, you could manipulate matter in the physical, but you had to understand enough to be able to focus your thought, control, and direct it. And uh, consequently, uh, they, uh, uh, that's it, MJ, 62 feet, Cape Fear. That's it, highest on record. And I hope you 
people are okay up there because I'm here to tell you, you're talking about a, that's a real frog strangler up there where you folks is at. But nevertheless, um, as we begin to develop this, um, and then um, I remember Gil Bowen was the hypnotherapist on the West Coast. He's the one that taught Sylvester Stallone how to use the mind to go in and get the ideas uh, by programming the request. Um, and that's where his movie Rocky and First Blood and all that stuff come out uh, was uh, through that programming mechanism that Gil taught him. And uh, there was a guy in San Antonio by the name of Bill Dorman who uh, was a graduate of Bill's hypnotherapy courses and uh, was a certified hypnotherapist himself. And he and I were pretty good buddies. And uh, uh, along with Frank Barnes, who had developed uh, uh, the real deep, true study habits, and then um, I would take the study habits and I worked it and uh, done certain things with it and would take students that were uh, F students um, anywhere, let's say, up to, uh, uh, God, I guess they were 6th, 7th, 8th graders, and I would teach them in 7 to 30 days, depending on their age and on their uh, desire and their willingness to participate in what I was teaching them, uh, they could go from an F to an A in 7 to 30-day period. And uh, it's strictly by giving new suggestions to the subconscious mind um, and uh, accessing this higher quantum linkage, um, quantum physics like in string theory and things of that nature. Well, there's another theory that they use to go with it sometimes, and they call it knot theory. Um, and knot theory is kind of like some of the knowledge that was taught at uh, First Earth Battalion Wormhole Squadron Remote View because they were teaching you how to go into the wormhole and um, uh, Richard uh, Miller had made a statement that uh, at one end of the vortex was uh, white and the other end was black. And they said, uh, what's that for? He said, well, it's white matter and, and dark or black matter. And they said, uh, well, what's the difference? He said, really, nothing other than the fact that you're looking at two sides of the same nickel, so to speak, but most physicists will not speak to this. Uh, they just avoid it. Uh, they act like it doesn't exist. Um, and uh, he said, because if you realize what you were doing, you'd, you'd have, by mental thought, you had created the, the positron effect. And um, I mean, like I said, the guy's pretty dead gum sharp. And um, um, he uh, developed uh, ideas on farming, things of that nature. Uh, he even taught some on posse comitatus. Uh, that was back in the days of Colonel Bill Gale, a uh, farmer ranger. Uh, and uh, he was teaching the posse comitatus movement, um, explaining to them that uh, uh, you're a uh, admiralty republic. And you are the sovereign on deck of the ship wherever you are under the posse comitatus doctrine. And um, then we got these modern-day idiots. They don't know who they are. Uh, they all think they're in a damn democracy, and they ain't got a clue. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, uh, see, they're, they're trying to destroy 
the very thing that gives them their freedom, their knowledge, their understanding. And uh, kind of like uh, when you would develop the ability to throw punches in Tai Chi Chen, um, you could collect your thoughts and stay relaxed, and then uh, temporarily you would focus on, let's say, a flame 10 feet away on a candle, and boom, you turn that power, your breath, your mind loose, and it'd knock, it'd blow that flame out. <coughs> you can do the same thing, um, you know, when you're in punches. Uh, I almost knocked Dana's teeth out one time because um, I wasn't going to hit her, and I was far enough out of range, but I had, I just inadvertently did not uh, uh, consider the fact that um, through um, extending and closing the joints, I could extend my fist punch reach or fingertip reach um, maybe at least an inch and a half to sometimes up to two inches further than normal, and yet I could retract it back. And um, so um, I was teaching her how to punch, and um, I came up and the wind whistled, and um, I never touched her. I never even felt it touch, and all of a sudden, I seen a stunned look come over her face, and I said, what's wrong? And she said, Daddy, you hit me. And I said, no, baby, I never even touched you. She said, Dad, you did, and she pulled her lip down, and her teeth on her bottom, uh, the bottom row of teeth uh, right in the front, they were bleeding. <laughs> and I had to, you know, I apologize at my rear end off, you know, because I just never dreamed. Um, that's why I got to where I wouldn't even teach anybody any kind of martial skills because it had become so easy for me uh, that uh, I was. It, it was too dangerous for me to teach them. If they couldn't get it, uh, say like in groups, they would teach them, um, and they would just explain the principles to them. And then they would develop their ability to do those things uh, more or less on their own. Uh, because uh, once you get to a certain place, I mean, you really have to be careful um, uh, if you're using this, let's say, in the martial skills or the fighting skills, because it is extremely devastating. And uh, that was the 13 points in reality uh, I haven't read everything that he taught them, but just from reading or hearing what I've heard him say, um, I can um, very easily understand that uh, this is what Richard was doing uh, when he was teaching that team. And I think he's 74 or 75 now. Um, I mean, he's got one arm, has no bone in it, but you can't, you really can't tell it. He can still utilize it. Um, but he reminded me a friend of mine called Rocky had been on SEAL Team 2. He had uh, been wounded uh, in his right forearm, and uh, they had had to replace the tibia and fibula there. Um, um, the two bones in the forearm, they had to replace them with titanium rods, and he had to sleep with a TIMS unit. And so I was out there seeing his dad and and him and uh, his uh, mother, and uh, I worked on her. Her foot had uh, 
dropped in the front, and uh, they were talking about going in and cutting her toes and part of her foot off uh, because they didn't know how to get the nerves to activate to straighten it back up to normal. And um, I run energy on her. Um, Billy and them called it prayer, and that's fine. And um, then I done a right generator treatment on her and straightened her foot right up. And um, Billy uh, had uh, parasites, but he didn't know it. And so I ran its mental energy um, on him. When I pulled it up and turned it loose, um, for the next three days, he passed parasites that were round, but yet they had legs on them all the way around. And, uh, I mean, and, and it's just from what people are eating. Uh, see, what you eat uh, is usually eating you. And uh, so uh, you have to stop and think about it. That's why uh, when you dwell on fear or that you can't this or that something's wrong, and the more you dwell on that, the more you program that weakness into your subconscious mind, and it gets to where you are the self-fulfilling uh, program that is prophesying your own failure. And uh, so that's why we keep saying, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your heart's your middle subconscious mind. Well, how do you think in the heart? You have to do it in the conscious mind. And um, in Silva, like when we created the lab, you do the three 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 two 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 one 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 method and drop to, say, a normal level. And then from there, you would count down, say, 10 down to 1, you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, et cetera, et cetera. So you hit 1, and now you're at a deeper, healthier level of the mind. And from that level, you created a mountain and a winding road that led up to it that was not difficult to walk. What you were doing, you were developing the mental ability to focus your thoughts. Once you went up the mountain or you got up on top, uh, you uh, back in the back, you had a set of descending stairs, 10 steps. You'd go down to, let's say, a waterfall, a cave, and maybe a pool to swim or bathe in. Um, and you could go uh, into um, your your mental cave, and um, you had a work lab there. And so you could develop these things in this realm of the mind. Well, um, on the way up, when you first got up and went into the mountain opening, on my right, I had a stargate. On my left, a little bit past there, was a window, a rock window, into the mountain, and down below there was a vehicle that would, uh, if you got in it, you would rise up and you could come up and land at that spot. See, I was developing the mental screen, the mental ability to see what, here again, Dr. Miller would call a model, and yet to me it was a picture. And uh, so once you get to where you have an idea of the picture image <clears throat> or the model and how it operates, now it becomes easy for you. That's why you're given so much information if you're in RB training or RIRC uh, because of the fact that um, they're giving you background knowledge 
to make it easier for you to be able to grasp or understand the fact that all of these powers and abilities are really yours and um, you have the ability to uh, to operate in these realms of the mind. And um, um, it'll get to where um, I remember with the Omega Project that they developed with the FBI, um, they didn't teach those guys how to turn that off. And some of them, it drove them nuts. I mean, they, they just got into a loop in their own mind. And um, uh, some of them would commit suicide. I mean, do all kinds of crazy things. But yet, uh, some of them were so good, they could uh, take a, uh, a serial killer and uh, they could mentally determine where he was or is or she is or was and uh, what type of vehicle they were using, where they were located. And uh, that's how they caught this uh, one individual. A uh, matter of fact, they made a movie about it in the Omega Project and Ben Kingsley uh, played the FBI agent that had learned those skills, and then the other individual learned what he was doing and how to do it. And uh, <clears throat> then uh, when you uh, go to uh, Dreamscape, you uh, learn that uh, whatever you dreamed and how to access this realm of the mind, you could... Uh, transfer over to an individual in this deep state and step into their dreams. And um, if there were fears or things like that in there or something was wrong that uh, caused a sickness or whatever, you could go in and see what it was and um, you could correct it in this deep level of the mind uh, but do it via a, um, an induced a dream state uh, from your perspective in their mind. Um, on the other hand, uh, they used it uh, to reveal that you could also cause an individual to kill themselves by means of their own fear. And uh, because um, if you amplified their fear, uh, their hearts fail them for fear. They're telling you these things that's in the scripture, but they don't teach this. I mean... Uh, I doubt if you'll find a minister anywhere in the country that will teach this knowledge, especially with the 501c3, because he's really a state uh, preacher or minister, or she is, uh, you know, whatever they are. And um, they're not going to uh, teach the fact that we literally have the ability to train an individual to... Um, speak fluently in two 4,000 uh, word character languages as long as their sister languages in about a two-week period. Um, we also had developed the ability to uh, give an entire doctorate degree in less than, say, 30, we'll just say 30 days by using these special techniques. And uh, in Czechoslovakia and Hungary, um, they had developed uh, this to a more advanced degree, and Ostrander and Schroeder wrote about it in the 70s, uh, early 70s, I believe it was. Um, it was called Secrets Behind the Iron Curtain, and they were referring to Dr. Grigory Lozanov, or Lozano, and uh, <clears throat> they would teach them 
Um, I mean, they could make a savant out of you, uh, you know, for figuring out calculations. You walk in, uh, they draw circles on the board. And then uh, the question was, is um, how many arcs, you know, how many of the circles overlapped and created a arc, um, you know, by their crossing over? And um, the individual was brought in. He'd never seen the board, never been there. There was several hundred scientists there. And um, they turned it around for 60 seconds. And he instantly told them how many arcs were on that entire board. They turned it back around, and then the scientists began to go through and study. It took them almost all day to accurately, individually count the number of arcs, and his number was 100% correct and on target. And um, see, I mean, you start developing this ability, and this is your normal natural ability. I mean, this, this is the natural ability of everybody on this planet, but uh, they're not all going to do it. And uh, some of our advanced people that think they're so damn educated and sophisticated, uh, you go to a country shaman or an aborigine shaman somewhere, aborigine witch doctor, Badushi, Badu, or Voodoo, or whatever, and um, using the magical uh, arts, and yet magic there is not the normal term magic, M-A-G-I-C, um, you might could spell it uh, M-A-J-I-K or M-A-J-I-C-K, but it's really on a par with what you would call modern physics, except very advanced forms. And they can do things that uh, uh, people that think they're educated and got doctorate degrees, hell, they, they don't even know where the crap they went. So, I mean, uh, you have this ability to develop this. Now... Tonight, if you want, uh, I'll count down with you and carry you and show you how to create just the basic deep program for Jose Silva and Silva Mind Control. And um, all it is is that you're focusing your thoughts in such a fashion uh, and your mind to where it's easier for you to concentrate an idea and direct it to get it started. It, it's kind of like being on the mountaintop and there's a small snowball or a rock up there, and uh, this mechanism gives you the ability to start the rock rolling, if you will. <coughs> Excuse me. As you learn to develop that ability, um, you can create the stargate. Well, what are you going to do with the stargate? You can step in and out of dimensional time as you normally think of it or uh, space as you normally think of it because time and space actually, hell, they don't exist. And uh, that's why when you hit certain levels of the mind, there is no time there. There is no space. Whatever you see is the thing. Whatever you do, it is the thing. And once you develop the ability to focus and control your thoughts at those levels um, of concentration and yet relaxation at the same time, um, hell, you're going to get to where you can do anything. They're going to look at you as if you had God powers. Uh, 
of Israel. You're going to become one that goes from Jacob, a supplanter, that initially begins to program and alter the conscious, subconscious, and its mechanism to receive or access, and you'll be able to get behind the veil into the superconsciousness real easy. You'll become Aaron, uh, the Aaronic high priest, and yet at Dahlid, you'll be able to go back and uh, even, uh, uh, and David done things with the ark to blow your mind, and, uh, you know, people say you can't this, you can't that, it'll kill you. Well, um, in the literal sense that they're thinking of, that's probably correct. It would. But once you learn to develop it and you realize that this is a normal part of you, then you'll be able to uh, step in to this realm of the mind and access this divine higher mind. And it was said of Joseph that the divine higher mind operated in him. Well, the same thing was said about uh, Jacob. He was called Israel. And uh, one who has the mind and the power of a God. And uh, you have this ability. It's just that you have to learn how to flip the switch to make it operate and become familiar with it. I mean, you got a brand new automobile. You might be able to turn the key and start it up and do this and do that. But if you really want to know how to operate that thing, you're going to have to read the owner's manual or get somebody to demonstrate it to you. If you read the owner's manual to go with that demonstration, um, you can get that, that vehicle or that engine, that uh, vehicle and its uh, interior parts to do all kind of very unique things for you. Now, I'm going to kick it back to you, Jim, and let's see if we got any feedback on that. Wow, brother. Everything you've been talking about, I mean, man, it, I mean, like you were talking about that, Dr. Ram or Richard Allen Miller, I mean, everything you've been talking about from the beginning till now, I mean, he he's saying the same things that you are, and I mean it, it's like it's another you, and uh, it's fantastic to get a second witness to what's going on. Even though we get the witnesses from what happens when you do those things and when those things come forward, but it's also even nicer to see someone else that's on the same page or, you know, thereabouts, and is really uh, confirming everything that you've been talking about all these years. I mean, it's just, a, you know, some people call it mind-blowing or whatever, but, I mean, it's it's an awakening, and uh, the only, like like you were saying, that if, you know, we have to experience it and apply it and do it, just thinking about it and not doing nothing about it ain't going to get us nowhere. We're going to have to participate and become part of it. And with that, brother, I'll turn it back to you. But it is fantastic. I I mean, I'm, I'm so excited. Well, um, I'm, I'm glad, and I'm hoping the rest of the people will be too. MJ uh, has a deal. That's a good way of speaking about it. You acknowledge that it's there, but you also acknowledge 
that you're only going to get wet ground. It's not coming nigh unto you. There's no address for the calamity. Excellent, excellent confession. But then you said, are you talking about the whip? Now, are you talking about the the pack pistol and the whip that uh, Dr. Round packs with him when he's traveling? And he's found that uh, about the only thing that'll run a grizzly, a Kodiak, and a polar bear off is the sound, the crack of that whip because of that whistle. They can't exactly tell where it's coming from, whereas, let's say, a forty-four baggy Maggie, uh, even though it's a pistol, I mean, uh, uh, usually a forty-four Magnum, you can stop a grizzly with. Um, but uh, uh, like he said that one time when he was young, he shot that grizzly in the forehead uh, as it was charging to him, and he heard the bullet ricochet off of its head. Man, let me tell you something. You get a ricocheted around by means of a thirty out six, uh, you know you done uh, hit some serious L.O. But uh, <clears throat> what happens is that uh, when that bear charged him and had its head down, he couldn't get a shot at the heart. Um, but uh, the uh, um, adrenaline had already come up. The rage had already come up. And because of that, uh, you can shoot a deer sometime, uh, those of you that either hunted or um, a, a, even a man. Uh, if you hit him, if you just stay still, the first 60 seconds, he may run a little bit, travel a little bit, he's going to lay down. The instant he lays down, if you wait that 60 seconds, what's going to happen is that his adrenaline uh, rush is going to fall back and uh, once it does he is not going to get up and run again but if that had been a deer hell you might better get ready to track a deer for a quarter to a half mile um, if you could find him And uh, but I mean just little things like that uh, the mind uh, uh, man when you kick in the adrenaline effect you're kicking in that superhuman flight or fight mechanism and uh, they're, uh, uh, you know, uh, Savelli would teach that. See, <coughs> that that's the Fajing move. See, like, uh, you'll, wow. Uh, if you can pull up some of the old uh, movies like, uh, um, see, Yang Chen Fu's daddy was uh, Yang Shen Do. Um, no, no, no. Um, yeah, Yang Shindo. And what he done was he worked at the Chen family complex, and uh, he learned um, the Chen style, which is an explosive Fa Jing move, which would be where you're getting the whip from. I, I think that's, that's how you're using that. But uh, the other whip was a physical whip that he carried. But uh, nevertheless, that whip action... That's where you're at peace, and all of a sudden you take that breath, and you release, you release it. Now, when you release that power, it'll just—I mean, listen—it'll reach out there and just flush across the field, so to speak. And see, uh, that's why when you watch a guy, uh, um, I, I like uh, NCIS uh, Los Angeles because. Uh, Sam Hanna, which is played by LL Cool J, um, is using SEAL techniques 
and one of them uh, you'll see the guy will uh, have something that he'll reach across, but then all of a sudden that ex explosive whip action hits him in the throat. Boom, takes him out. Well, normal movement that they're, I mean, they, they couldn't make a movie. They're just they're acting that out. Because if you hit that guy in the throat with that kind of a punch, you're going to kill him. <laughs> I mean, that's it. You just might as well call a coroner. And, um, but, uh, see, as, as you step into their mind, uh, you can put in that thought. And then Tai Chi, you'll be in the parks in, say, Hong Kong, Shanghai, um, at uh, Yang City, et cetera, um, the Yang Family Compound. And uh, there may be 15 or 20 people pushing on this old man. You know what I mean? They're literally working their butts off trying to push him. And what he's done is he rooted, and he'll have his arms out, and they'll be pushing on his arms and shoulders, and he'll take that breath and go, damn, hell, all 15, 20 of them fall down. He knocked them down by mental thoughts, but he concentrated it with his breath. And uh, you can do the same thing in healing and in prayer. And um, the reason I say that the easiest to learn is is healing because most people can mentally justify or see um, the effect of healing uh, on an individual's mind, body, and life. And so um, this is... Uh, this is the thing that you would do if you were a voodoo master um, in Nigeria and Benin. Um, once a year, they uh, have a priest over there, and uh, to maintain the uh, deal, they bring out uh, a heifer, and uh, they lay the heifer down, and uh, he goes out and sits down on the heifer, and within just a short period of time, the heifer's dead, and uh, then they. Uh, they uh, barbecue it, you know, cut it up and barbecue it for the whole village. Well, if you were to stare at goats, you're using a similar technique or aspect to literally stop their heart. Um, this is why, uh, like, people ask you a lot of times to, well, what colors are you using to heal me? I don't tell them. I use the whole spectrum because... You never know everything that they may require to uh, to have healing. And so you want to give that to them. Um, and uh, that's the principle of, let's say, the Isaiah effect that, um, um, oh, man, damn, uh, Greg Braden wrote about. Uh, but in reality, the actual process is called Ming-Tong. M-I-N-G-T-O-N-G. And it is total mind control healing. It'll shrink a tumor. I do it in less than three minutes. And uh, they use sounds. And uh, you'll hear them. Sometimes you'll hear me when I'm praying for somebody. I'm triggering the frequency. I'm causing that frequency to create that healing effect to come up. And then once I've got it to where I sense that it's complete in their mind, I take that breath and concentrate it and <laughs> I re release it. And as I release it, it goes into those people 
and I can do it for good. Um, I don't want to hurt or harm them. Um, and yet that's the easiest blame thing there is to do, is to hurt or harm. Um, killing is the easiest thing there is, but that's not what you want. And we've got a world right now that has forgot that we are our neighbor's brother. And we are, in a sense, our neighbor's keeper. Because however we keep and treat our brother is however how we're really treated, treating and keeping ourselves because we are an extension of them. And as you learn to develop uh, um, uh, whipping energy off the hand, yeah, you can do that too. Um, you sure can um, uh, whipping energy off the head as a way proceeding. Uh, as in 19, uh, 24, 25, the connection of the psychic, the physical with the L spirit or universal, it's a threefold chord, uh, and is Ra El or Assyrian, Hebrew, Egyptian. Yeah, and, and see what you're doing is you're causing that literal threefold aspect. You're triggering the conscious sub and the superconscious mind, and uh, you're causing them to operate together. The bowing of the trumpets as you go around the Jericho is the fact that you're exercising the vibrational frequencies and focused thought, and once you have triggered it all the way uh, the seven times or the seven, on the seventh day, so to speak, you have basically raised that energy up through the seventh chakra and triggered the two hidden sisters, uh, the eighth and ninth dimensional effect. Remember, you're complete nine. So um, when you go to seven, seven's all right. Uh, but Benjamin's got to be circumcised on the eighth day. And uh, boy, there's a special meaning there. And um, see, when you start going into fifth and sixth and above dimensional thought, uh, nothing in three dimensions can stop you. You literally can make anything three-dimensional or four-dimensional uh, conform to your will and your direction. And um, so uh, this is kind of what, what's being said and taught um, in these different uh, deals. A lot of people don't understand some of it. Uh, some of it, uh, the idiom, the metaphor, the, the allegory, uh, I think they just don't know how to put all that together. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, it still is uh, fully operational. Excuse me. Had to get me a little peach tea there. But if y'all want to, um, I'll walk you through uh, going to a level of the mind, a level of the mind that you can use for a purpose, any purpose that you so desire. But I would advise you and caution you at the same time, develop and use this ability for good. Because if you turn it into a curse against another individual, that thing can come back to you because whatever you give out is going to come home. That's why you have to learn to think a certain way um, the, uh, of how to do this. That is correct, MJ. We are creators either in ignorance or in knowledge. And um, uh, Richard makes a statement. He said he never... Uh, advises people to pray for wisdom, knowledge, uh, but he doesn't include understanding. 
uh, he just takes and says, knowledge is a concept that the brain is a very difficult time reasoning with. He said, now, if you would take knowledge and change it to enlightenment, the brain can understand that. So let's say that you drop to a level of mind and you are now at this deeper, relaxed uh, state. You're telling yourself that uh, you're going to use this for a purpose, any purpose that you so desire. And uh, that the higher divine mind is now fully operational, fully functional, operating in and through you. Enlightening you. Bringing you to a full state of mental awakeness and awareness to the higher enlightened state of uh, of knowing and understanding and doing. And uh, as such, this operation of the higher mind has made you a member of the immortal race. So you're starting to develop the connection and the program to carry you to this divine higher state of knowledge and being and realization. I mean, uh, to know to do right and do it did not, uh, to that individual is sin, meaning to miss the mark. Hell, we want them to wake up. We don't, we don't want to hurt or harm them. And the more they learn, the more they know. It won't take them long to realize, don't use this for a bad situation because uh, uh, you'd be whipping your own butt. I mean, like the man said, I don't know if you know what Canaan is, but you go into Indonesia and places like that, you break the law over there, uh, they'll carry you out in front of God and everybody, and they'll tie your butt to a, a, or over a pole, and uh, that cane man will come out. And it's kind of like using a samurai training uh, uh, sword, except it's, it's made out of bamboo. And they will beat that individual's ass till it's bloody, I guarantee you. He ain't going to want to go back. You're not going to need all them damn prisons. All you need is a damn good cane. You get a cane in once, I guarantee you, you may even wind up taking one twice. But I'm here to tell you another little story. You are not going to be looking for the third time. And uh, so, nevertheless, if you will, let me blow my nose. And... uh, By any by any chance, I said by any chance if you can get a little close. I said by by some chance if you can get a little closer to the mic, where where it's a little louder. uh, All right, let me cut my air conditioner off so it doesn't knock out the sound. And uh, you tell me when it's. uh, all right, I've laid it up there now. How about right now? Does that sound okay? Sounds a little better, yeah. I could get it too close because if if I get excited, <laughs> that thing I'll overdrive the mic. How about now? Right now sounds really good, brother. Okay, well, we'll do our best not to get too excited and jump up and down and run around the block <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and... uh but if you will, just find you a place to sit back 
And uh, if you can, put your phone on speaker. And uh, take your two or three deep breaths, just relaxing. Just letting your mind calm. Letting the tensions begin to ease out of your body. As you do, I want you to visualize a mental screen. Preferably outside of your forehead, up about 15 to 20 degrees, slightly kicked up because that kicking up is going to assist the triggering of the alpha wave state of mind, making it easier to learn. I'll count from three, down to two, down to one, and I'll use the three, 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 two, 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 one, one, one method. Now, you can make those numbers red, or you can make them blue. So at this time, you'll take a deep breath and just relax, exhaling slowly. Relaxing, going deeper and deeper into a calm, powerful, receptive state of mind and being, a state of mind and being that you are now learning to use, a state of mind and being that you are now using, developing into a very powerful learning tool, a tool to assist you in memory work, to facilitate your ability to remember, retain, record, and recall, whether in a lecture or a chapter or a study material that you have to use for school. At this time, Please visualize the number three coming from the right side going to the left on the screen. Three. 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 Going deeper. Two. Two, two, going deeper and deeper into a more relaxed, more receptive state of mind and being that you are now using and learning to use for a purpose, any purpose that you so desire. One, one, one. You're now at a very basic level of the mind, 
a level of the mind where your eyesight, your hearing, improve each and every time you come to this level of the mind. A level of the mind where the physical body that you inhabit renews and repairs itself each and every day, each and every way, but especially beginning today. I'm now going to count from 10 down to 1. You will continually descend down into a higher, more powerful, focused form and state of mind and being. A state of mind and being that you are now using and learning to use for a purpose, any purpose that you so desire. Ten. Nine. Eight. Going deeper, deeper, and deeper. Seven. Six. Five. Going deeper, deeper, and deeper into a deeper, healthier, more powerful realm and level of the mind that you are now learning to use and you are now using for a purpose, any purpose that you so desire. Four. Three, two, one. Now at a very deep, more powerful level of the mind, level of the mind that you are now developing and using this day and any day to and including any day in the future, but especially getting day. Look around you. Notice the terrain, eyes closed. Notice what you see in the panorama of your mind. You may see a forest in the distance. You may see a beautiful creek meandering down Off to your left, you might raise your eyes and look, and you'll notice that there is a mountain there, and it's not very far away. There is a winding path. You're intrigued because you see there's a cave up there. Matter of fact, there's two cave openings. 
one that the winding trail leads to, one that faces the sheer drop-off of the mountain. As you begin to walk, look around you, listen to the sounds, notice the colors, maybe the flowers, there may even be a winter scene that you're observing. You might notice a cabin off in the distance. Snow may be on the roof. A slight spiral of smoke is ascending from its chimney. Beautiful little cabin. Next time you come down here, you might decide to go over and visit that cabin. See what it's like. See what's inside. You're continuing to walk up the winding trail <clears throat> leading up to the mountain cave. You're sending higher and higher. Your view, you can observe behind you, to the right, to the left, the mountain ahead. You continue to walk. Finally arrive at the cave opening, the big wide, nice cave, beautiful place. You can see inside there's enough light that you can observe everything that's inside the cave. As you walk in, you look to your right. And there is a circular disc type object there between seven and ten feet in diameter, shimmering, kind of like a mirror. Wherever you place your thoughts, or your mind that you would like to visit. When you step into this shimmering window, you are traversing a stargate, a stargate pathway. You instantly will be teleported, transported, So the idea, the thing that you mentally desire to observe. Before we step into this stargate, in a moment, after we've done our exploring, we will return to the outer conscious level. I will count back at that time from one to five and make a snapping or popping sound with my fingers. At that point in time, your eyes will instantly open wide, 
your eyesight, your hearing will be clear, perfect in every respect. At that time, you will be fully awake, completely refreshed, just as if you had a full night's refreshing, relaxing sleep. But at this time, let us continue to experience the Stargate. Choose in your mind where you would like to go. I'll count from one to three, and you can step into the Stargate. You will not lose contact with my voice. Wherever you decide to go, you will be able to hear the sound of my voice. Although to you, it may be as a telepathic thought that you hear within your head. I will give you a few moments at that destination and location to gather your experiences so that you can see that this Stargate is very effective, a very powerful mental tool that is available to you at any time to and including, but especially beginning today. Choose your location, your destination that you would like to go. Count a three, step through the Stargate. One, two, three. Embark on your journey now. Okay, now that you've had a time to look around, to experience the new and different effects of the Stargate, it's time for you to return back out of the Stargate, and I will count from three down to one. It's a count of one. You will be outside of your Stargate on the floor of the beautiful cave, and we will return and walk down the mountain together. Three, two, one.
I trust that you have had a good journey, a great experience, and that you will desire to return and exercise this modality of thought time and again. Each and every time you come here and use this Stargate, your sensory mechanism will improve. It'll become easier and easier for you to focus the thought and instantly be there. Let us go down the mountain and return to the very deep level of the mind from which point we will ascend back to full conscious awareness. Eyes open, clear sight, ears no ringing or abnormal sensation, perfect hearing, perfect health. Let's go down the mountain now. We're walking down the trail. Oh, man, it's pretty here. Maybe you can smell the smells. You might smell the smoke from the cabin in the distance. You might see flowers that bloom at various stages or times of the year. Okay. We're back down the mountain. We're going to ascend from this very deep level of the mind to full conscious awareness. You will be able to remember, record, retain, and recall all that you experienced and observed. You will be able to share your experiences with those on the call. Your eyesight and your hearing will have improved. You will feel completely rest and rested and refreshed. As I count, you will arise in consciousness. I am now going to count from one to five, at which time I will make a sound or a popping with my fingers. You will open your eyes, be wide awake, feeling fine, perfect health, better than before. One, two, Three, coming up slowly, feeling more and more refreshed, more and more relaxed. Four, five, eyes open, wide awake, feeling fine, perfect health, better than before.
Okay, Jim. You uh, want to unmute uh, those that uh, would like to share their experience or how they felt. Uh, do so. <clears throat> and um, I don't know who LA is, but uh, uh, evidently you're not fully aware of the term. It's law using and the type of thought pattern. Well, it, I mean, you know, it, there's more to it than what this individual is, is saying. But um, it's law fan. Everything brother. that we're talking about here is used for a purpose, a good purpose. Um, and um, be careful how you treat other people with your comments. Because using this level of the mind, I'll tell you something, you use weird comments against people. Uh, they will come back. They will amplify, and they will multiply, and they will kick your butt. And I really don't want to see that happen to you. I have seen it happen to people before. Just remember, treat others like you'd like to be treated. If you want to be crapped on, walked on, run over, well, like the fellow said, you know, I mean, get ready. Uh, there'll be a Greyhound bus on the road down there. And if you hurry, you can get your ass down there and get in front of it uh, before we bypass it. But go ahead, Jim. Yes, sir, brother. I, I left the call. If they raise their hand, if they have something to share, I will unmute them so that they can, you know. Okay, brother, that sounds fine with me. I mean, it's your call. You're running it. You lock them and clock them, tick them and talk them. If they don't like that, hell, I guess somebody might decide they want to glock them. If any of y'all would like to share your experience like White Wolf was talking about, raise your hand and I will unmute you if you're on the phone. If not, you can put your comments in the chat and then we'll read them. Truth, I'll mm -hmm. be honest with you. If you can, if you can think like monarch and use ultra mind techniques, and I can teach you that. I know where you can get the. I think I sent some of those things out. Uh, if you can do that, honey, huh? Don't worry about what nobody says about you. I mean, you could create any scenario in your mind, your life, your body that you want. And uh, while they over there fiddling and farting around and. Uh, going through the Cracker Jack box, uh, you be on down the road uh, uh, doing whatever it is you'd like to be doing. Matter of fact, that butterfly effect, uh, when I go to thinking at certain levels of the mind, my right and left hemispheres go to vibrating and fluttering just like a butterfly is flapping its wings. And there are times that when I pray for people, run energy on people, um, I can feel their brain doing it, and I'll bring it up and point it out to them. And they'll look at me, and their eyes will get big, and they'll say, yeah, it is. You know, and um, what you're doing is you're, you're pointing it out to them, and as they begin to observe and see these effects within themselves, it gives them more confidence. Well, Jim. Evidently, yes, what I was sharing, uh, 
ain't quite what they want here. And uh, that's fine with me. Uh, I know there are many, many people that, uh, uh, let me tell you something, they pay big money to learn uh, these techniques. They really yes, do sir. work. Um, and what you're teaching everyone what? here, what you're teaching everyone here, I mean, is how to use and develop their mind in a greater way, you know, to be an overcomer and or to be able to step into it, to be able to receive and also cause the manifestation to come forward. But most people, we they haven't been taught that. Some may be afraid of it. I don't know. But, I mean, like you said, that's a part of us that the so-called churches and system don't want people to wake up to. That way, if you wake up, they have no more control over you. It's because you see, know, and understand what it's really all about. So, folks. That's correct. It, you know, that is correct. Absolutely. Absolutely correct. Um, see, that's like auto-suggestion. Um, uh, preachers are totally against uh, hypnosis what they call mind control and yet the bible tells you that how you're going to bring everything into subjection to the knowledge of christ if you don't control your mind yes sir yes sir. you're going to cast down ever evil calamitous thought uh, or idea that exalts itself against the knowledge of christ and you if you don't control your mind Fear yeah, of evil yeah. creates an entity called evil. There is only one God. And you're quite welcome, uh, MJ, because that's correct. Your fear of the thing is what creates the thing you're afraid of. That's what Job yeah. said. The thing that he feared came upon him. Hell, get rid of fear. Become an overcomer. Yeah, it tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of God. You do good. make the life. Uh, I don't have to worry about it. I just know what the law says. And I base my ideas, my statements on that. It doesn't make any difference. I don't have to prove the law. The law will prove itself. I'm only simply giving good advice to warn in the sense that you can make continual good choices and that you will be aware because you're correct. You do make the law and how it's going to operate in your life. Yes, sir, brother. That's correct, MJ. Every thought must be captive. You must learn to control it and direct it. You're the gardener. You're pruning the vine. You're pruning the fruit tree. You're pruning the nut tree. Because you are pruning you. Yes, sir. You're dying, Jim. Yeah, it tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God, or good, and then all these things will be added unto you. This is part of it. 
to teach you to know, to see, and understand and do. The, the technique that you were teaching them to be able to, all of us to where we can control our mind and, you know, calm it, <coughs> where we don't have what they call the babbling monkey, so to speak, where we can clearly see and, you know, apply and do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, ego, as uh, Law Fan uh, writes, uh, that one half the Bible gave you, the Bible didn't give it to me. Um, but there are teachings all over the world that really define and explain it. But the ego is when one is so convinced that he or she is correct that all law works only according to their dictates. Now you have to take another scripture in there, and it said he exalted his word, his thought, his idea, his concept above his own name. And name there is his nature and his characteristics of action. <laughs> So we have to consider those things as we go forward. Um, well, you may prove yourself. We'll see. We'll know you by your fruit. Captive thought is a thought that's controlled and directed. Once you control it and direct it, you can robe it with the right abilities or correct abilities. And then she will feed you openly and teach you things that you do not yet know and bring all things into your remembrance. And the only way that can occur is if we get to a place that we allow and realize that the divine mind that operates in and through us is greater than just our conscious idea and concept. See, there was a, a god called Aldabaoth in the ancient Sumerian tablets. And Aldabaoth had awakened to the fact that he could create and he had the abilities of a god, so to speak. But he had not yet become enlightened enough realized that he did not create himself. He was still looking at himself in the egocentric conscious mind. Yes, sir. And as you begin to take full understanding and the knowledge of enlightenment of the mind and how it operates and its true law, Ooh, now, now we ascend and we become one with the true Father, the true creator aspect. And we'll know that it is male and female. And that conjoining together, that agape love feast, if you will, is how we bring forth the Shua, the manifestation, the third aspect. See, we're in a three-dimensional form right now. But when we activate 
and formed and developed that Christ, that true pineal, single eye sight aspect. Oh, now. <laughs> now we have developed the fourth aspect of the temple. And then you'll ascend into the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth. And eventually, you'll get all 12 discipled aspects under your control by knowledgeable insight and enlightenment in the true upper room of thought, as is referred to in Acts 2 with the 12 that were in the upper room on the day of Pentecost, the true knowledge of the 50th day, the true knowledge of the law. 50? Why? Five centuries. They must be completely formed at Solomon's porch, the court of the women. That is a process of mental thought. Anyway, Jim, I'm hoping that uh, this um, has helped uh, some, um, and they can come back and listen to it or not. But uh, let's see what MJ's got written there. In a sense, when morning breaks, that is a certain glory, but it does not compare to the sun at noon. Thusly, when the light comes, then what we thought was light must be discarded, an Armageddon of sorts. Yeah, you're removing, you're cutting away. You're removing the foreskin of the limiting idea and concept that you initially had. And you're coming more and more to the light of the shining of the full day of enlightened understanding. Therefore, a knowing is foundational, but a doing is required. Absolutely positively. Absolutely, MJ. Excellent. Jim, I'm on. Yes, sir. Kick it back over to you. And uh, we'll leave it there unless y'all want to just keep on trucking because... Uh, um, you give them something some... that they can go through and meditate and use it, uh, they can develop this ability. I mean, this, this, there's enough right here that uh, uh, would teach them. Um, God, if they had to go through a class for some of this, some of this is over 800 to $1,200 just to go through their class. But uh, Wade, myself, uh, Gil out in California, um, and different ones, we've shared uh, – different aspects of Silva, and really all it is is using aspects of the scripture, teaching you how to use, develop, be able to grasp the great aspects of the divine androgyny within us, and um, be able to overcome and do. Anyway, I love you. Shalom, prosper. Be in great good health. Blessings to all of you. Shalom, brother. We love you now. Thank you for oh, yes, tonight. Jose, and Jose, yes, he did. Jose was an excellent man. Yeah. And folks, if you would just take night, it to heart. Night, JMJ. Um, all of you. I mean, I've enjoyed talking to you. I hope I've done you some good. But anyway, shalom, prosper, be in great good health, and stay safe if you're up there in the, uh, the path of the, the storm. Uh, accept only the benefits and the blessings, and a, 
allow the calamity to roll on down the road. There's somebody else out there that they're just looking for a calamity. So uh, that's what they want. You just have to let them have it. But uh, you uh, yes. can choose you this day who and what's going to serve you uh, because you don't have to serve the calamity. You can serve the blessing, and the blessing will serve you. Shalom. Good night. Good night, brother. Shalom. We love you now. Well, folks, if you, you know, just go, if you take the time to go back and listen to tonight's call and you go through the, you know, the, what do you call it, the white wolf, you know, took you through tonight on the call, you know, just dare to try it and see. It, the scripture says, prove me herewith, saith Yahweh. And see if I won't pour you out a blessing where there's hardly room enough to receive it. Just dare to step out and practice it and do it. It will open up unto you. And you will see the great and mighty things that Yahweh has for you. Many of y'all call him Jesus, but I'm just telling you. If you do those things, you know, it says, prove me herewith command you the works of my hands that's this is the things that we have to do to arise and uh you know ascend up the ladder so to speak of knowledge wisdom knowledge and understanding to where we can be the true sons and daughters of the ever living and live an overcoming life and cause the manifestations to materialize in our lives. That's what it's all about. And with that, shalom, prosper, be in perfect divine health. You know, may Yahweh bless you and may all your dreams come true that are good, good, and very good. I, I wish a blessing upon each and every one of you. And with that, I'm going to end the call. Good night, everyone. Shalom. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.